This is exactly right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Bananas. We don't have a we don't have a story to start this episode with. No, this is our first. Uh, we're throwing you a little mini uh, mini sode because everybody keeps sending us these banana stories in our DMs to the Bananas Podcast on Instagram, and we finally decided that we would share a couple mini sode, mini sode. It's a M I N I S O D E. So we're excited. I just got, I, like I I got a bunch. I got a few shout outs oh, before good. I get to my story. Please. Um, and I want you to go, you should tell your full story first. Okay. Um, but I want to shout out Lexicon82 mm-hmm. uh, for finding a bird that uh, only sang La Cucaracha. Oh, that's uh, so good. Great story. I want to shout out Sophie Strong uh, for getting the cops called on her by her neighbor for training geese to shit on her porch. Hard to do. Uh, hard to do. Uh, and of course, the uh, anonymous emergency room uh, nurse who uh, had a corpse vomit on her. All fantastic stories. Not the one I chose, but those were my runners up. That okay? one, I I actually know that nurse from uh, my childhood. I what? Can, yeah, we we went to school together, and when I saw that, I I might pull that one back out if we do like a, a Halloween episode because oh, it's a, it's a great creepy. It's it a really is. come to life. It totally is. Oh man. I'm feeling it. I'm into this. Do you want me to jump into one? Yeah, do you want to talk do. about your week? Do you want to do you, did anything weird happen to you today? No. Great. I'll start a story then. Yes. This one is from Alyssa G on Instagram. Uh Alyssa Renee is her handle. I think they're called handles. Kurt, I think you'll be able to relate to this one. Okay. I'm reading this word for word. Give it to me. My dad was a road comic for many years before I was born and in the earlier years of my life. Because of that, he has many banana stories. But for me, this one has to take the cake. Intriguing. I'm already intrigued. Already intrigued. One night after a set, he sat down at the bar with his opener to grab a beer. As many people do, this strange man with long, greasy hair approaches my dad. He begins to speak in the thickest southern accent you've ever heard, and my dad immediately realizes that this man has a very wide gap between his two front teeth. And peeking out in between was another tooth that was small and very pointy. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, you know this is going to be a great conversation. <laughs> I actually messaged Alyssa back about this. Uh, just and they were in Starkville, Mississippi, where Mississippi State University is. Back to the story. The man proceeded to give my dad praise about his previous set, and then takes a very deep pause and looks my dad dead in the eyes and asks, "Quote, Hey, man, do you want to know where where girls' makeup comes from?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taken aback but very intrigued, my dad asks him to elaborate. He goes on to explain that he owns a slaughterhouse and that they take every bit of, quote, them dead horses, end quote, and use them for all kinds of things, quote, especially the piss, 
end quote. <laughs> oh, this is a great after, after set talk. According to him, makeup companies would buy his horse pee and then use it in their formulas. And then he tells my dad that he's actually got one of those horses right outside in his trailer. So, obviously, you got to go outside. Uh-huh. He's, he said he just bought it from someone uh, who just didn't want it because this poor horse had a large bump on its back. They go outside and come to find out the dude had bought a camel. <laughs> he no, bought no. a camel. <laughs> a nice southern guy who owns a slaughterhouse and sells piss to L'Oreal or whoever bought a camel. Needless to say, the man was very disappointed when my dad told him, but he has a great story to tell. That's again, that's from Alyssa G. Thank you for sending that in. It starts strong. It starts I mean, strong. It ends strong. Yeah, it's a great a great story. It's all in the details. I mean, I've never seen gap teeth with a mini pointy baby tooth in between. It's really awesome. It's like a yeah. It's like a it's a, like a reverse shark. You know. Yeah, it's a disturbing <laughs> southern gentleman's uh, pointy tooth, and then to want. I feel like in the South, they're really good at this. They they want to show you what they're excited about and into. I, this guy once bought a bread truck for his plantation. <laughs> an old my used, dog, sorry. It's okay. Uh, an old used bread truck. And it, it was air conditioned and chilled in the back because he used to transport bread. And he was like, you want to see my, my bread truck? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> we all proceeded to sit in the back of a bread truck and drink all afternoon because it was so hot outside. Like 15 adults in the back of a big former like Entenmann's type of truck. <laughs> so for you, have you ever had anybody come up to you after a show and just completely weird you out? Oh, yeah. No, it's, that's constant. But you know what I did think of? What's that? Um, well, first off, drinking in the back of the Entenmann's bread truck, uh, our friend Chris Hoslett, Mm-hmm. who used to be a trash man oh, yeah. in New Jersey, uh-huh. would tell me stories about them. They would, pull, they would pull the trash truck behind Hoffman's ice cream, in, okay. which is like in between, I think, like Spring Lake and Belmar in New Jersey, and then, sure. <laughs> and then open the, the thing that, you know, the crusher thing that crushes mm-hmm. trash and pushes it in. This would be an empty trash truck before they went out. Open sure. it up. And this would be the summertime. Sure. And then go into it. And okay. that smells so bad. And then drink yes. beer in the back of the trash truck before going to pick up trash. Which My is, God. sounds like the most disgusting way to drink beer. But they didn't <laughs> get caught. That's one story. Secondly, what it reminded me of was Pigtown. Now, uh-huh. if anybody has ever lived in Baltimore, Maryland... Woo. There is a section of Baltimore called Pigtown, and apparently yes. it's nice now. I was speaking with my friend who lives in Baltimore still, that it's like up and it's like coming up a little bit. But when I okay. lived there in the 90s, it was just slaughterhouses Fun. and uh, and like uh, places and like a trash, trash <laughs> junkyards and yeah. places where you like parked uh, cars, uh, like parked trucks. And there was a punk club there called Memory Lane. If anyone has any memories of Memory Lane, I have so many beautiful memories of taking far too many drugs and wandering around this industrial wasteland of Pigtown after shows. Please get in touch with me. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, people coming up to me all the time after shows. I can't... Like, there's never... It's never like a really good one. The the only ones that I remember are like the ones who are assholes. And yeah, I don't even want to. I don't What's even want to give those way? people. I don't even want to give those people the story. 
I understand that. You know, what's that? the best way, like for our listeners who are probably a lot of more comedy fans, what's the best way to say hey to a comedian after a show besides buying a t shirt or a CD? No, that is the best way to say That's the best way? <laughs> buy, buy something. But you don't mind taking a photo with somebody after a set oh, no, or I don't, whatever. I totally don't mind. Yeah, to- take a photo. But definitely buying something is the way, <laughs> is definitely the way to like uh, have a, a nice conversation for a little while. That's cool. Um, especially if there's like a long line. You can't kind of get into like full long conversations. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, or like buy him a drink or something like that. Usually the club is giving the comics drinks, so you don't necessarily sure. have to buy him a drink. But you know, just yeah. do something nice and try and not be a weirdo. Oh, I once had to do this to a guy. It was a show. It was me, uh, uh, me and Tom Segura mm-hmm. uh, did a, a, a like a private gig in Houston, and then we were sitting at the table, like sure. at the restaurant next door, having some drinks. Okay. And then this guy came up, and he was being such a weirdo. Oh boy! Uh, that I was just like. I'm going to diffuse this because like yes. Tom was getting uncomfortable and I was getting uncomfortable and he was being a weirdo. And I just said, I was, <laughs> I just said, okay, listen, man, we're so happy you came to show. Please just, you don't have to be this weird about it. And it did not help at all. It just escalated as well. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I well, can't remember specifically how, how weird he was being. So it's not a great story. No, but it's fine. I had a, I did stand up only in college and i did it at umass and i went to an ice hockey house party which is a huge mistake not to do stand-up just i was with a group of four female friends they were like do you want to go i said yes i love a party as much as the next guy oh yeah maybe more and so we get there the four girls walk in this guy who was the goalie i later found out for the hockey team is like 14 dollars I was like, for what? He's like, uh, for a solo cup, for a cup for the keg. $14 just for me. The girls get in free. I'm like uh, a college student. $14 yeah. to me was going to last me four for days. a week. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh okay. Uh, so I gave him like a 20 or whatever. I was like, oh, is that all? Like made some small joke. And he's like, don't fuck around. We don't take shit. We'll kick your ass. Like, right to my face. The first thing that happened, I mean, I walk through the door, and this is what I face. And then the girls are like, what did you say to him? And I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's their place. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's also just like mass holes are notoriously bad. So I walk in, and I'm pretty uncomfortable. Um, I didn't know anybody but the girls I came with. All the dudes were clearly very happy. I was there with some ladies. And then this one guy points at me. He goes, comedy. And I go, what? He goes, stand up, comedy. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, I've, I've done a, and I'd only done like three shows. I did like one in the student union, one at the fine arts center and one at this place called the blue wall. He's like comedy. And then he and his friend just start chanting comedy and pointing at me. And so I was like, yeah. And then they, they were on the team too. And then they like hugged me and they were like sweet. And so then I, my temperature went down 50 degrees. I realized that I didn't have a panic attack. I wasn't going to get murdered by an ice hockey cleat to the, or skate to the neck. Um, <laughs> But then this guy goes, you're so funny. I, you're so funny. And I was like, thanks, man. That's really cool. Like, w- yeah, when did you see me? He goes, you did that shark elevator sketch. And I didn't. And I didn't know what he was talking about. But I was too afraid not to, to correct him. So I was, like, I was like, yeah, you saw that? He goes, dude. And then the other guy's like, what is it? He's like, well, he's just dressed like a shark. And he's in an elevator with another guy. And then he like keeps getting closer. And I was like, a sketch... A sketch I would never write, but I mean, a very college sketch. And I was like, dude, this is amazing. And then they just shepherded me around. I had these two guys that were just like, don't beat him up. 
it was, I guess you could say stand-up comedy saved my life, and that's probably why I quit at 20. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I love that. Did you have to invent more details about, like, the Oh, sketch? I'm sure. I'm sure I went, I sh- I'm sure I said something like, oh, you should have seen what happened, like, we had to edit all this crazy stuff. People came, you know, you just kind of go like, yeah. yeah, just whatever it takes to keep you guys smiling and laughing and not wanting just to pull my T-shirt of my head and punch me in the ribs as many times as you can. But yeah, pointing at somebody and yelling comedy, <laughs> normally so funny. very scary in that situation. The greatest thing these guys could have done for me. Are you ready for this story? Tell me a story, Kurt. This is from Cold Toes, uh, Kaylee Marina. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is, I'm just going to read it. So I moved to Arizona from the Chicagoland area last fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night I came home, found a friendly black cat in my yard, spent some time with her, posted on my neighborhood Facebook page that there's a black cat. Very uh, nice. And the next day I get connected with a lady who says it's her cat. And next thing I know, she's showing up at my place at all hours, looking around and knocking on my door, accusing okay. me of hiding her cat from her in my oh. garage. Oh, no. Obviously, she's crazy. Oh, Told no. her, please don't come back to the house. If I saw the cat, I'd call her. Uh, a few nights later, she goes for a jog with her okay. dog. Uh, and crazily enough, I actually see the cat laying outside a house. Very good. Uh, it's about 10 minutes away from me. I call the crazy lady and tell her where I am and describe the house and the, the cat and the cat that's in the driveway. Oh, she boy. tells me that it sounds like her house, and to my <laughs> horror, the front door swings open and she's standing there in her underwear. I think to myself, surely she won't come out like that. But she went ahead and got her shoes and came right out with her husband. The cat ran when they came out, and her strange husband stood eerily, eerily close to me as she yelled at us to go after her. She literally takes my dog's leash out of my hand oh, and no. says, "Please go look for her. I'll stay here with your dog." I happen to have pepper spray on me. My boyfriend encouraged me to always take it with me on my jogs. Everyone should always jog with pepper spray. Uh, And her husband is creeping on me and making me feel uncomfortable. He says he doesn't think it's the right cat. And the wife yells, I don't care. Grab it. I'll take it. The cat runs away. Uh, Saves itself is more like it. And I jog back over to where the wife is standing. My dog's entire leash and collar is on the pavement, and she goes, oh, your dog ran away. (laughs) 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 Uh, It just keeps building. I freaked out at this point and grab his collar and start running out of there. I start yelling my dog's name, looking all over. I call the person I live with and tell her, please open the front door and check if the dog is there. She opens the door, and thank God the dog figured out how to run all the way home, and he was waiting outside the front door without his leash or collar. Uh, fi- dogs know if somebody's crazy. Like that dog just pulled itself out of yeah. that leash and collar and took off. I finally run home. The whole time being followed by a car, I assume was the crazy lady. Turns out to be a man who saw what happened and wanted to make sure I got home. Okay. I'm very rattled at this point, crying, stressed tears. And after I hug the woman I live with, I go to wipe a tear from my eye with the hand that was still holding my pepper spray. And I accidentally sprayed myself. Oh, (laughs) no. Spent the next 45 minutes on fire. It was one of the (laughs) worst pains I've ever experienced. Felt like someone was holding a lighter to my eyeballs. Uh, anyway, that's her story. Th- what I like about it is that it, there's a lot of levels. There's many, yeah. many, many different things going on. It starts weird. It ends weird. I'm, I love that she sprayed herself. I wonder how many people, I wonder the percentage of the keychain pepper spray 
the percentage of it that actually gets sprayed in the person who carries its face, as opposed to in some attacker's face. Yeah, I bet you the percentage is high. That's the only reason I don't have any because I was just like I would spray to my own face. I know, I know, I would do it. Yeah, I I imagine that probably happens all the time. I mean, people shoot themselves all the time. There's like just YouTube videos of people like accidentally shooting themselves in the leg and the foot when they're. At, right, right. I mean, it's yeah. I have a B, I have a BB in my leg right now. I know. It's I shot cool myself there. in the leg when I was twelve. Yeah, this is a great banana story because a lot. What makes it bananas is that you can totally picture it. You know exactly how it happened. And when somebody repeatedly does something small that's a nuisance, it gets really scary. Like a lot of, I think when a lot of people want to write scary stories or horror movies, they always look for this big idea that's just like, and then the demon is really the priest and the priest was possessed and he was, and you're like, the scariest thing that can happen to a normal person normal day is somebody staring at you in a grocery store and you notice them and you notice what they're wearing and you keep walking. And then three days later, you look outside and that person's staring back. That's the scariest thing that can happen yeah. to you because it's like those people exist. They're real. They'll try to steal any cat. I like that. It was just like, just grab that cat. Doesn't matter. That's not my cat. <laughs> I know. That's the best part, too. There's and a also, lot of, there's yeah. a lot little, little moments. <laughs> there is. And another thing is like she was doing the right thing. She, uh this young woman was making a lot of the right decisions and then the wrong decision was just as soon as that woman's door opened and she was standing in her underwear that jog becomes a run. And yeah. if your dog is small pick it up and run it like a Heisman trophy football. Like get out of there. I know she was being she was being so nice right when the door opens and the cat is still in the driveway she, you just go cat in driveway and then just start running. Like yes. I have there's so many people in the comedy scene in Los Angeles that are like, they're just always kind of like around. And sure. everyone I know has like these weird stories about interacting with them. And I'm like, I don't, because all I do is say, hey, what's up? And then I just keep moving. Yes. I do not stop to talk to anybody. Nope, you shouldn't. And it's gym protocol, too. Not that gyms are open or anything right now, but there was a time where Kristen went to the same gym as I did. And then there are quite a few other comics stand-up comics that i've known for years and i say hey and i'll give him a little wave and then i keep moving i don't even take my earbuds out i don't i just i'm like that's not where this happens for me no, i don't not at the gym of course and it's like it's like you're what you're not being rude but you're not uh but you're, you're, you're like it's big i think it's i think it's polite to be like here's the boundaries yeah. just establish them up front Text uh, me after. I'll meet you for a beer. I'll meet you for a margarita. You see me at the gym. Get, give me 20 minutes after I get out. And if you go, hey, we're all over at the roost, I'll be like, I'll be there in five minutes. No doubt. <laughs> Man, I really like that. I really like that story. And it's so sad she sprayed herself in the face. But also, so good. I'm glad she went for it. Yeah. If good you job. own it, whip it out good there. Good job. Good job, cold toes. Yeah, cold toes um, and Alyssa G get bananas of the week cred for sure. Oh hell yeah! And guess what? That that's a that's a twenty minute mini sode there, pal. Well, that's our fast, first mini sode. Yeah, it does. We're and just I'm giving sure these a shot. We'll see how it goes. If you hate them, you hate them. If you love them, keep sending us stories. We will read them. Um, we did get a ton of bodily fluid stories. So if you have a story that's not bodily fluids, we have a lot of. Li- <laughs> Uh, apparently the bananimals are peeing themselves and puking on themselves and crapping themselves 
all around the world all the time. No wonder there's a toilet paper shortage during this. But yeah, keep the more bananas, the better. Um, we also, really appreciate if you, it. If you want to, guys, uh, I, we ha- we've got stuff for sale. We've got merch. If you want to buy any merch and, and, and show bananas some love, we'd appreciate it. Um, you can find all our merch at our Exactly Right page. I have one other um, thing I want to get going. This might yeah. be a good time to do it on this minisode. I mentioned it, that you this before, Kurt, but I'm going to start doing it. Um, if you, if our listeners, if the lovely, mighty Bananimals want to start taking photographs of bananas, an actual banana, somewhere where it is definitely not supposed to be, and, oh, I tag- love this. and tagging us and using the hashtag unexpected banana. We're going to start putting those on our Instagram. Kurt's going to do some. I'm going to do some. But anytime you got a banana, if you see that it's supposed to be, you just see something perfect where you can lay it out there. We want to see your unexpected bananas. Oh, my God. We will throw them up on our story. Yep. Please tag unexpected banana. <laughs> that makes me so, so happy. I cannot wait. Until this thing is over and we can go on tour, because this is yes. going to be so much fun. Yes, that it is... Be so much fun. We have very cool people who listen to this show, and uh, <laughs> excited to meet you guys. And when Kurt and I put on a show, we really do it. The last time we did a big live show in L.A., we it was probably 80 or 90 degrees, and we rented two snowmaking machines. So when people exited the show, it was snowing in downtown Los Angeles, we had correct. S- we had Smurfs with confetti cannons. We had we had a bunch of hu- uh, hulks. <laughs> we had a bunch of oiled up hunks throwing out, uh, <laughs> throwing out uh, like the mint flavored air car car air fresheners. That's from a right. Bag. Do you remember I those? About Hundreds that. of those. We yeah, had the a, hunks came out and just threw out air fresheners. We had a brass band. We had a, a lie detector. Professional guy give lie detector tests to our comics where we would ask them, you know, not um, we weren't challenging them with personal stuff. We were saying things like, is eating 12 baked potatoes too many baked potatoes? And when they said no and they were lying, we knew what they were into. But yeah, we're going to, I cannot wait to take this tour uh, out on tour. I might buy a yellow Sprinter van uh, and get some vanity plate and drive this whole country. I might do it because I want you to come. I want your family to come. I want your dog to come. I don't want my dog to come. I love my dog. My dog is way too nervous. Do you? Hear, she was just barking uh, right now. We're just in a completely quiet room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Yep. Too nervous. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Scotty. Curdy. Bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme song by Kehan Amadi. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. So please follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post so many more stories and make it here. And you can share with us your strange news story by DMing us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast. So listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bananas. Bananas. Bananas.